<laughs> All right, welcome back, folks. We are back for season four. Season four. Season four of the Story Show. This is Jeremy and Angie. All right, and uh, yeah, man, we just uh, had our had our season four show in January, and it was Give Me Shelter, right? Yep. How would you How would you process or evaluate that show? Angie? I always think every show is the best show we're doing. <laughs> I do too. I do too. This one was really, really good, though. I think from a writing standpoint, it was, I think, a really strong show. Yeah. Yeah. Home run all day and a really interesting variety of the types of stories that were being told yeah. as well. Yeah. Some really serious ones, some tear jerkers, mm-hmm. and a lot of laughing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I only cried twice this show. <laughs> Might be a record yeah, for me. <laughs> you know, I usually get choked up at once during a show, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, this one was this one was per- I don't know. We we ran the gamut of yeah. emotions. Yeah, I might have been crying from laughing. We will never know. We will never know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a good show, and um, I think a part of the reason why the stories were so strong is we had we had some returning. Uh, some vets, you know, some yeah, three some story show veterans, but also uh, just some great newcomers too. So, yeah. So in the coming weeks, you'll get to listen to those um, as we release one episode a week or one story a week with our episodes. Um, what's coming up though, Angie? We have um, an announcement to make about our next show, which is going to be July twenty fifth um, at the Marion Ross Performing Arts Center. Uh, and we have our charity and our theme all ready to go. All right. So the theme is... Light My Fire. Light My Fire, which is, <laughs> we just realized each of the last three shows, the theme is a title of a song mm-hmm. that was famous at one time or another. So I like it. Why not? I like music. <laughs> People who hate music. <laughs> the, the one of you out there. <laughs> Does any any question about Angie liking music? She breaks into song uh-huh. quite often. I do. Yeah. That's pretty what? much how I teach. Life's a musical. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so yeah, let your or light my fire is mm-hmm. our next theme, and the, uh, the the charity is the Ori Jurley Memorial Scholarship, right? Yeah. So, did you have Ori as a teacher? I uh, no, I didn't. He was a counselor when I went okay. through school. So yeah, he was doing that side of it, but um, I never had him there either. I had. Uh, Good old Rod Johnson. Rod Johnson. <laughs> he was awesome. my counselor. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I didn't either. I, in fact, I was only teaching here for, I don't even think a full year. I think I think Ori retired mid-year, um, my first year in the district here. But Ori was a longtime teacher, coach, and counselor at Albert Lee High School, a fiery personality, um, just didn't do anything halfway, right? And... Yeah. Um, and so we thought, you know, find what you're passionate about and do it was kind of his theme. And so we thought Light Your Fire would be a good a good, a good, good theme. And, um, yeah, so we're excited about that. Um, so uh, if you have a story, maybe you're a pyromaniac and you want to take the theme literally. <laughs> I actually do have a good friend from college who was a pyromaniac as a child and lit his parents' couch on fire. Oh, <laughs> and, you know, if it's a little slow with the submissions, I might give Chris a call. Um, hey, Chris. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Do you want to confess to some crimes? Um, 
but uh, yeah, if you you know if you have any stories about um, you know when your fire was lit, when you're you know when you found your passion, or maybe you know, there's just so many different ways to take the theme. So. Yeah, which is what I love about how this works. Literally, can be interpreted anyway. Um, no matter how you decide to interpret it. Uh, remember, submissions are always 1,000 to 1,500 words, and you can send it in to us uh, one of two ways. Either email it directly at show at gmail.com. And that's show at gmail.com. Or you can go to our website, thestoryshow.org, um, and under the contact page is submit a story. Either way, all good. It'll, it'll get to us, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, yeah, so we're looking forward to that. Um, our current episode. Yeah, speaking uh, of passion. Speaking of passion. So uh, from the Let Your Light Shine story show. No. Nope. No. Dang it. Back up. Back boop, up. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> that, wait, that was my noise. Backing <laughs> 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 boop, 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 I'll probably cut this stuff out. All right. Good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I know you're going to leave it in. I know I'm going to be listening to this, and then this is what I'm going to be hearing. I'm going to be like, Jeremy. All right, so from the uh, back to our current season, uh, season three, no, season four, Give Me Shelter, right? All right, so season four, Give Me Shelter, um, for our episode one, we're going to be sharing our first story from that show, which was, There Was an Old Woman Who Lived in a Shoe by Edith Hanel. Now, this was kind of a first in a couple of ways, right? Yeah, uh, it was our first children's story. Um, that was written specifically with children as the audience in mind. Um, and we were not the first performance. We were the encore performance of this. Right. Edith uh, is a retired um, psychotherapist who specializes in, in working with children and play therapy. And, um, and in her retirement, she has done a lot of work in schools, a lot of uh, volunteer work in schools. And so this is a story that she performed in an elementary classroom and and we were the second audience. Yeah, so it was the first in that it was a it's a really a retelling of a, you know, children's story. And um but it's also first because it's audience participation. Yes. Right? And we have some yes. fun audio from this too. So <laughs> she very quickly turned us into a third grade classroom. <laughs> yeah. And it was it was fun because you'd see people first it was a little silly and People are kind of looking around like, who's, is everyone doing this? You know, yeah, and who's clucking? Yeah, who's clucking, who's mooing? And, um, but after a while, it was just, we are doing it. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. Now, um, so on one level, it's just a children's story, right? Yeah. But what else? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, our, our theme is give me shelter, right? Yeah. And so the story, oh. the story obviously is... Sorry, didn't pick up your thread. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> you know, making room for everybody. Yeah. And boy, today, if that isn't an issue in our world, right? Yeah. Um, the idea of just making room at the table or house in this case um, yeah, for all the, the creatures and... At the border? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's uh, internationally, we've got, we've got people who need shelter, and uh, are we going to walk, walk, the, walk the talk and, and make shelter and make room or, or what, you know? So 
Let's I'm get... pretty sure there's a whole speech in the movie Clueless about this. Really? Yeah, it's so good. Go watch it. <laughs> I'll get right on <laughs> I have not. I've never seen Clueless. Oh, man. At the break, I'll pull it up. All right. All right. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, so a timely story and one that uh, was told really, really well. And uh, Edith's got... She's got an interesting voice, period. You know, she grew up in Texas, lives in Iowa, but she also uh, she also does some fun voices and stuff. And so, um, yeah. so this was good. Uh, anything else before we? No, it is going to be a new experience for you as a podcast listener, um, from what our normal format is. So we hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Edith Hanel is a little old lady who lives in the country in Iowa. She lives with her husband and two dogs and two cats and numerous fish in the pond. She's retired and spent her career as a clinical social worker in private practice. Edith grew up in Texas but has been living in Iowa for the last 40 years, so she really is an old lady. <laughs> there was an old woman who lived in a shoe by Edith Hanel. So we're going to do this story together, but first of all, I'd like to say uh, this story had its world premiere in a third grade class, and this story is dedicated to Don Saylor, a real writer and artist, and to Laura Crippen, who is an extraordinary teacher, and she's in the audience tonight. So, um, yes, oh, absolutely. So. This is a story about an old lady and animals. And so what your part is, is every time I say the baby chicks, you go. Every time I say the adult chickens, you go. Every time I say, and so baby, there's gonna be baby pigs, baby sheep, adult sheep, blah, you, you get that. When I say the word animals, pick the animal that appeals to you and make the noise. So we'll see how this goes. There was an old woman who lived in a shoe. She had so many animals. She didn't know what to do, so she lined them all up under a tree and gave them food and water and nice straw to nest in. There was grass and birds and butterflies and sunshine, and she thought they'd be quite happy nested under the tree. All this work made her very tired, so she went into her shoe to crawl into bed to go to sleep. But soon she heard a peeping out the door. When she opened the door, there were all the baby chickens. Even though they were covered with yellow, downy, fluffy stuff, they complained that they were cold. So the old woman, who had a soft heart, decided that they were quite small and that they could come into her house, which was a shoe. 
They nestled on the couch among the cushions and in a pretty afghan. The old woman was satisfied that the baby chickens would be no trouble at all, so she climbed back into bed. Then she heard a terrific commotion outside the front door. When she opened the door, she saw all the adult chickens standing there. They missed their baby chickens very much. So with a sigh, the old woman, who had a soft heart, let the adult chickens in. The adult chickens quickly roosted on the backs of chairs and on the tops of lampshades. All seemed well. The adult chickens were happy and the baby chickens were falling back to sleep. The old woman climbed back into bed. This time she fell asleep until the sun came up. Making breakfast was a bit of a problem with all the chickens, but she managed it. She made seed cakes for all her feathered guests. Then that day, the sky darkened, and there was a cool breeze blowing. As the afternoon went on, it began to get colder. She spied the baby pigs and noticed they were shivering. Pigs, of course, do not have any fur or feathers or such to keep them warm. The old woman began to worry about them. The only solution she could think of was to let the baby pigs into her house or shoe. They were small, she reasoned, and she felt they would get along well with the chickens. She herded the baby pigs into the shoe as the wind began to blow harder. They snuggled very gleefully around her warm wood cook stove and she crawled into bed for a nice evening sleep. In the morning, she opened the door and who was crowding around the door? You guessed it. It was the adult pigs. And they were very irritated that they were left in the cold because they also did not have any fur. Oh dear, she thought, these adult pigs are not small. Wherever shall I put them? Because she only had her shoes, she sighed deeply and let them in. The adult pigs immediately set up shop in the bathroom. They loved the bathtub and brought in several loads of dirt to make the tub nice and muddy. It was getting rather crowded in her shoe, but the animals all seemed happy and got along with one another. So the old woman thought that things would probably work out for the best. The shoe, however, was getting very crowded and cramped. Later that day, she noticed that the baby horses were crowding around her windows. 
They were looking at all the nice places that the other animals were having to sleep and play in in the woman's shoe. The baby horses were getting quite jealous and began to whimper and cry and neigh loudly. This tugged at the old woman's heartstrings. Oh dear, she said, I do love my animals. But whatever should I do for the baby horses? Now there was room in the spare bedroom where her sister slept when she came to visit the old woman. The old woman thought that maybe if her sister came, they could sleep together in the same bed. Because she really loved all her animals and wanted the baby horses to be happy. So she moved them into the spare bedroom. She was feeling weary but satisfied that the baby horses now had a place of their own. The next morning, you can probably guess who was at her front door. Yes, sir, Rebob. There stood all the adult horses. <laughs> oh my, said the old woman, all of these animals are quite a responsibility and it's getting rather noisy in my shoe. All the animals love to talk and sing. They didn't seem weary at all, but loved living in the old woman's shoe. She sighed ever so deeply this time and showed the adult horses the spare bedroom where they immediately made a comfy spot for themselves on the bed. They particularly liked the flowered bedspread. It reminded them of being outside in the spring. The sheep <laughs> were still out under the tree, but the old woman felt sure that their warm wool coats, that they would not want to come inside the shoe. After all, already in her house were the baby chickens, the adult chickens, the baby pigs, the adult pigs, the baby horses, and the adult horses. The sheep, however, were tired of eating grass and had been noticing that all the other animals in the shoe had been eating much more interesting things than grass. The baby chicks were eating seed cakes. The pigs were eating corn muffins. The horses were eating oatmeal cookies. We want to eat some barley bread, said the sheep. Oh, dearie me, what shall I do? What shall I do? I have so many animals. I don't know what to do, cried the old woman. Also, the sheep did not have any wool on their feet and the snow was beginning to fall and their feet were getting very cold. So with a distracted air about her, she opened the door and let the sheep in. Both the baby sheep and the adult sheep. What else was she to do?
The baby sheep ran straight to the pigs by the wood cook stove and crawled on top of them hoping for some corn muffins. The pigs loved it. And at last they felt like they had some fur. And it made them even warmer than the wood cook stove had made them. Everyone was happy but the old woman. At least the cows did not want to come in. But the, all the other baby animals were wanting some milk to go with the seed cakes, the corn muffins, the oatmeal cookies, the oatmeal cookies and the barley bread. The old woman was having so much to do in her home, getting animals all settled, keeping the babies from fighting with one another, preparing all the cakes, muffins, cookies, that she really didn't have time to go outside and milk the cows. What am I to do, she wondered. She was getting quite frazzled by this time and was not thinking quite clearly. Remember all the noise when the animals <laughs> were talking or wanting something or just playing. No wonder she could hardly think straight. So with a very tired and rather cra crazy way about her, she decided, why not? I'll let the cows in. After all, there's still the hallway for them to live in. It will make getting to the bedrooms and the bathrooms a real problem, but she thought maybe they, she would be able to manage better with everyone under one roof or shoe. Well, the winter wore on. As the months passed and the snow piled up, things began to get a little out, little out of hand in the shoe. The old woman stopped even trying to think clearly. Sometimes she bedded down with the pigs and the sheep by the wood stove. Sometimes she tried to perch on the back of the chair with the chickens when she needed a little rest. Sometimes she even tried to take a mud bath with the pigs, the cows, blocked the hallway, and when the old woman's sister came to stay for a visit, she refused to sleep with the horses in the spare bedroom. And besides, who could sleep with all that racket the animals were making? At last, spring began to appear. There were small bits of grass beginning to grow, the tulips and the daffodils began to push up from the ground. The sheep <laughs> certainly missed eating salads and longed to get outside and eat some grass. It was difficult because the cows blocked the hallway and the mud from the mud bath of the pigs had built up in front of the doors making it difficult to open the front door but the sheep persisted. Since the cows lived in the hallway, first the sheep had to convince the cows that grass might taste pretty good right now. 
But soon the door was opened and the cows ambled out of the hallway. Then the sheep flew out the door. They were prancing and frolicking all about the yard. It looks like so much fun that the horses followed them. The pigs muffled and muffled and grunted and began to waddle to the door. They had so loved those corn muffins that by now they were quite large. They were still a bit unruly from being cooped up so long and at first were not able to do anything but push and shove and make a big lump by the front door. Slowly, however, they got out the door and they blinked in the bright sunshine. The chickens were at last the only ones left in the shoe. With the door wide open, they flew down the hallway and out the door as their wings caught the spring breezes. At the very last, the old woman was the only one left in the shoe. It was so quiet, she didn't know what to do. I am an old woman who lives in a shoe. I have so many animals and they know what to do. So she put on her kerchief and followed her animals outside and in the beautiful spring weather she knew just what to do thank you i have to tell you the the sheep won that's what everybody <laughs> the sheep won thank you the Give Me Shelter Story Show was produced by Angie Zoller-Barker, for whom life is a song. Assumptions. Okay. It's what fuels the podcast. <laughs> and me, Jeremy Corey Greenis. Please visit our webpage at thestoryshow.org and subscribe to our podcast if you haven't already. You can find us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Just search for The Story Show in quotes and you'll find us. Thanks. Thanks.